wants to access my control. Okay. Let it. Let it access. It. Access. Okay. It's A. AI. <laughs> that's that's Addie's only prediction <laughs> for the whole series. A is a A is Siri. A is AI. Okay, I'm going to start. Ready. podcast a pretty little liars podcast where we're watching and discussing every episode of pretty little liars one at a time spoiler free my name is emily i'm kelly and i'm Addie. emily and kelly have seen all of pretty little liars uh, and Addie is experiencing the show for the first time this week we're discussing season one episode two the jenna thing this episode was written by i Marlene king and directed by liz friedlander or the- friedlander i'm not sure the Jenna Thing originally aired on Tuesday, June 15th, 2010. This is the one where, that doesn't make grammatical sense, but that's okay. This is the one where, uh, with the return of Jenna Marshall to Rosewood, the girls must face an unpleasant past as questions arise about Allison's death. Uh, last week, Addie half-heartedly predicted that Allie might still be alive and that Mona may be A. Because she has the motivation. Capital A. <laughs> also, uh, off the podcast, Addie predicted that A may or may not be AI, uh, similar to a Siri type of thing, not a real person. Excellent. Side note, that was also a joke. So Nope, it's a real prediction. No, it's a real prediction. She said it very convincingly. This is a thing she truly believes in her heart. Trust me, I looked in her eyes as she said it. <laughs> All right, um, so our previously on for Pretty Little Liars this week was a barn sleepover. Allie's missing. Allie's still missing. Ari and Ezra make out. Ezra is Fitz, but he's also the new teacher. Mm. Everyone gets A messages. A. Wilden is a shit a. cop. A. A. Maya is a bad girl. Bad girl. Ren is cute. Allie is dead. I'm still here, bitches, and I know everything. Everything. A. <laughs> Uh, so this week we start with the girls in the Apple Rose Grill, and like you can totally tell it's Luke's diner when oh, they zoom 100%. out. Oh, one hundred percent! Like Luke's diner for sure had all of the blinds down all of the time, and this one all the windows are open. But it's a hundred percent. And Luke's stu- diner. the stu- like the entrance is identical. Like right at yeah. the like, I was like, look at it, it's Luke's, but now it's a. Okay, also, the layout of this restaurant threw me off. I'm like, why are there random-ass stairs there? Where's the kitchen? Like, no, what is going on? The place just looks really... The bizarre. underground. They just... No, but the teleport. stairs were going up. Right, they just they just teleport oh. the food up. It, oh, yeah, the it. layout of the restaurant makes well, no that, sense. Well, that was like it threw me off. It's like, supposed to be least, trendy. Yeah, I was like, at least Luke's makes um, sense. Luke from Gilmore Girls, in case... Anybody doesn't watch. Yeah, in case oh, yeah. you haven't seen Gilmore Girls, we did. Like it's Luke. We did talk about in our intro episode. That was one of our fun facts, though, was uh, the Apple oh, Rose Grill is Luke's. But followers, if, if you're yeah, back, if you're back, if you listened. <laughs> um, so I'm assuming this is like later the same day of the funeral because they're all still in their funeral dresses. Yeah. Right, so this is like night. this is like later. The funeral was like earlier in the day, and this is like nighttime. Yeah, no they just got harassed by Wilden, and now and now they're hanging out at that girl. And so I like when they were all sitting there, 
because last week we chatted about toxic people, and because I and they all came to that realization that Allison was the only one that knew everything about them. And then Spencer. Okay, so Spencer was like one of my favorite characters. My first watch through, this second watch through, I cannot stand her. Well, the fact that she's like, oh, I knew some of Ali's secrets, oh, but I'm not going to say anything. Oh, and, well, okay, like, so okay. right immediate, I, I guess I, this could be a technical, I guess a technical theory for later on, but I don't know. Um, but when Spencer started talking about it, she was like, oh, she was seeing someone, but he had a girlfriend, and I immediately, and then she's like, I can't say anything. I'm like, hmm, Spencer likes to make out with her sister's boyfriend, and I was like, oh, what if Allie was, like, seeing his sister's boyfriend at that point in time. And I'm like, like Spencer's sister's boyfriend? Yeah, I don't remember okay. her name. Because I'm Melissa. Ter- Melissa. But I was sitting there, I'm like, that would be interesting because he'd be older, there'd be motive, and Spencer, it would make more sense why Spencer might know who the person is and it'd be a bit more personal. So that was like, I thought possibly there, why okay, Allie okay. could have shared something with Spencer and not the rest of them. But she never shared anything with them because she wanted them all to feel special. Yeah. Um. I also really got a kick out of Hannah with the flask. She like pours the drink into her coat, and that like older guy is staring at her, and she's like, "It's medicinal," and he just keeps staring, and she's like, "I have cramps." I know. I was like, Hannah's my hero. I yeah. Like she has her moments. There's moments where Hannah irritates me, but like then she's got these really good moments too. She like bounces back and forth. You can also tell there's way more chemistry now between the cast than in the pilot episode. So a lot of them bother me less. Yeah, like they've they've like it's like they all know each other as people in real life, so it makes the episode better. But I was like, oh look, they have chemistry now. That's not Spencer being like, oh. Allie is missing. Oh no! I think she screamed. Yeah. Well, you I'll can still kind harp of tell, on that. <laughs> you can kind of tell. Like it feels to me like, um, and I know like, and this is something that Allie or not Allie's mom, um, Emily's mom points out later. Like, is Allie was kind of the reason that they were all friends. Yeah. And so yeah. Emily's mom says something like, "Well, why don't you use her to become friends again?" And, like, that's kind of what they're doing, is, like, finding out Allie has, like, is officially dead. It's, like, brought them back together in a way that they had, like, separated. In, like, yeah. a healthier way, too. Yeah, because like, because they don't it's have, just them being And friends. they don't have, like, a mastermind behind the scenes. Yeah. It's like, I know all your secrets, so you have to be friends with me and be loyal yeah. to me, because I'll spill your life. Yeah, be loyal to me, not each other. Now they're being loyal to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, though it was funny, I couldn't remember Emily's name at one point, and then I saw her bracelet said Emily in that exact scene where I did not remember. It's and I was my like, name. Why? Yeah, we know so many Emily's. Of anybody's I didn't remember which one of them was Emily. Like, oh, that's what it was. That Emily is my favorite, and then you'll know exactly which one she you is. You just said Hannah was, like, your favorite. No, so. I said I love Hannah. Well, I just say she's like my hero. Uh, yeah, your okay, hero. So I, <laughs> no, Hannah's I'm just like, like my hero, but Emily's side my note. Addie is terrible at remembering names and faces on TV shows. I'll get it by like the fourth episode. Okay, three seasons. I'm later, gonna hold Addie you to. Know yeah, <laughs> season yeah, season four. Addie finally figures season it out. Four, oh. six, that's when she's gonna be like, oh my god, that's Emily. Well, that's like, been 
Hannah the whole time? Well, that was like in the first episode when I watched it, and then at the end when Hannah's mom was making out with the dude, I'm like, cool, she just brings a random guy off the street. And then my second rewatch, I was like, oh, it's the detective. It's the cop. Oh, like, that's I, the cop. Well, like, literally, I'm just, I'm really bad at that. Also, can my... we talk about the fact that Wilden is literally the worst police officer in the history of oh, hey, police Hey, hey, wait a minute. He likes over-easy eggs, so I'll respect him there. That's okay, it. Okay, but, like, there's nothing to do with police work. But, like, but he's, it... like, cornering them at school. Like, oh, there's absolutely no organization yeah. to how he does his police work. Well, it's also, going to get it thrown out of court. They are children. Yeah, and Like, schools... they are, what, 16, I think we decided these 15, girls are? 15, 16. Yeah. I think they're 16. They have to be 16 because they're all driving. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because they were 15, they were exactly. 15 yeah, they or were turning 15. 15 when Allie went missing, and in the last episode, Arya's mom was like, you're 16, well, a year is a lot of time. That was, yeah, like, the issue I had there is because, um, like, schools know rules that you yeah. cannot, like, if the school's doing an investigation into the kids or whatever, it's like a parent has to be present or a lawyer. Yeah, they're not Especially just going to let Wilden when a detective in. shows yeah. up. Because I was sitting there, I'm like, he can't be doing that. And then I liked how, I don't remember who, maybe it was Emily or one of them, who was like, are you interviewing us oh, or whatever? Spencer. Is this and an he, interrogation? Yeah, and he was like, no, it's just a follow-up. I'm like, still, you have to have yeah. a parent because they're minors. The only time, I watch a lot of Law & Order SVU, so the only time that I've ever seen anyone, any of the detectives talk to anyone under 18 without an adult human that that child knows in the room Was it cause is parents. when it's a child of sexual abuse oh, and yeah. they think that the parent is doing, doing it. it yeah. That is the only time you are allowed to talk to a child without a grown-up with them. Yeah. So and like, they're doing it literally the for the safety of the child. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. the child can be honest. But that's what threw so me like, off what is this doing? one. Because I'm like, schools know these rules. As a detective, he definitely knows. But then I thought, eh, small town... He probably has a sleazy reputation from the way he's already been acting. And it's like, so I'm sure they let a lot of things slide, but it's still not okay. Yeah. That, that was, like, my yeah. initial, like, I guess I could write it off. But none of them really said anything other than... Well, but the other thing I don't know is, like, it seems like Wilden is new on this case. Like, there's moments... Yeah, he was not well, no, the one that took... interviewed them when the girl... When Allie first went missing, he's not the one that interviewed Like, there's them. moments where it seems like he's been involved the whole time, but then it's like, there's stuff that happens where he's like, I'm reviewing the statements from last summer. Well, we told you everything we know, but by you, they mean... I think they mean they the cops. I don't think they say we told you. I think they say we told the cops everything. Like, they say Oh, the we cops. told the, the police or yeah, the cops. Yeah, we told the police, okay. we told the cops. Everything we need. Because I feel like he's like I feel like he's new to this. Oh, he could also because sometimes when like if you're such well like if you're a really small small town police force and it's like a homicide comes up, they'll bring in like the big dogs or someone from another jurisdiction who has more familiarity. So it might because he does seem kind of like macho and a lot. But he did randomly arrest Hannah for stealing sunglasses. Okay. Yeah, I think he. So, I like, think he like recently moved to. Yeah, he's younger though, so maybe he's just like new on their force. I don't, know, I don't know. He still sucks. Yeah, I hate Wilden. He's literally the worst. Yeah. Also, what am I? Fuck Hannah's mom for okay. being like, oh, Whoa. we're not gonna see him again, and then, and then all of a sudden he's immediately having home. dinner, also, spending the night. I think Hannah's mom is psycho. She puts milk in her coffee. 
I saw that and I was like, you're still psycho in my mind. They both put milk in their coffee. I don't understand. I put milk in my coffee. Oh, you're crazy. Wait, like what else do you put in? Half and half. Okay, I'm going to go out and buy half and half specifically for my coffee. I put almond milk. When I have milk for other things already in my fridge. Well, I don't drink milk for anything. I don't like milk. You put milk in various pastoronis. You put milk. I don't make pastoronis. Your pancakes. You put milk in pancakes enough. Cereal? I don't eat cereal milk enough. Milkshakes? Though, on the milk comment, their morning routine is, is weird. fucking down pat. Like, they've been doing this exact same morning routine every morning for Hannah's entire life. Yeah, for sure. I wonder how they included the dad when the dad I'm was thinking, part of it. I'm thinking maybe this is, like, <laughs> oh, since yeah. dad left, but, like, they've got it on lock, and I'm envious of how great they are at their morning routine. Yeah. Like... They were dancing around each other like the... Like they've done this every day for their entire life. The lives. fucking nutcracker. It was beautiful. <laughs> um, Hannah's mom, though, like, I love the moms of Rosewood, but that's because I've seen the whole series. Hannah's mom is awful yeah. Hannah's in this mom, early like, season. She really... Also, her hair. Well, I just... Hannah's mom's hair? Hannah's Ashley, mom's hair. Ashley's hair? Ashley's hair is a mess. I still keep getting up in arms, though, about how she's like... Hannah, don't make a scene. Don't get in trouble in Rosewood. But I'm going to sleep with the detective. And yeah, so I'm and like, get you off. I'm yeah. like, first of all, that is so much get drama. Get off by him off. <laughs> that's so much drama and attention that can be brought to like her useless. and, like, ruin her reputation. Oh, and then fucking Wilden in the parking lot um, when Hannah and Mona are at the mall and Wilden's like, your mom's hot, but she's not hot Ew, enough to that was this so on. creepy. These are not things that you as a police officer should be saying. Especially not to a child yeah. that you're just... investigating. Um, so I'm gonna... She's not that hot. I'm gonna backtrack, <laughs> like, for a second because there was something that I wanted to say about the first scene where they're in the grill. Mm-hmm. So they're in the grill, Jenna walks in, right? Mm-hmm. And then they all basically scatter... That shot of Jenna sitting alone in the Apple Rose Grill before they cut to the theme song totally reminds me of that Nighthawks painting. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember who who it's by, but it's like a famous painting where it's like a from the outside of a oh, diner. A bunch yeah, of people yeah, sitting yeah, yeah. in a diner. Yep, 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 yep. They use that painting. This is gonna sound so dumb, but they use that painting, that diner. Like they base. There's a Veggie Tales. Yeah. Silly songs with Larry sing along in that diner. In that diner. Yeah. But the so the painting itself is called Night Nighthawks, I think. And I don't remember who it's by, but that shot of Jenna, like and the way that the diner oh, is yeah, set yeah, and yeah. stuff totally reminded Do you think me that of that. Was intentional? Maybe a little bit. Cool. Um cool, cool, cool. But I'm we not can reach positive. out to L I Marley King. Yeah, I'll reach out to the director of the episode and see. No, this episode from like ten years ago. Double check how to say her name also. Okay. When I call her, I, I will check Hello, um, so after So after that opening scene is the theme song, we talked about Hannah's house and the whole we won't be seeing him again, but then he shows up yeah, the next day. Yeah, mom breaks up um, uh, Emily trying to get it, or not Emily, what's her name? Hannah trying to get it on with her boyfriend, yeah. Sean. And he's like, no, my father's a preacher, I'm waiting till marriage. And Hannah's like, just like phone me, I'm not fat anymore. And I thought it was I don't funny. like that Hannah was kind of blaming her insecurities on Sean, though. Like, she was, like, pushing it off she onto him. very much projecting. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. was like, oh, you don't want, like, you waiting has nothing to do with you wanting to wait to have sex. It has everything to do with you still picture me as fat Hannah. Yeah. 
And like I that mean, kind of at, frustrated look at, like, me. How her mom has like talked about things. I can yeah. only yeah. imagine how superficial her mother has been. Plus, Allie would make weird comments to yeah. her about yeah. stuff. But, but like, as like, someone that, as someone that like was waiting to have sex for, I'm going to say quasi religious reasons. Like it started out as religious reasons, and then it was I just dated a bunch of shitheads, and I'm glad I didn't have sex with them. Um, but like in that like thread of being the one on the side of getting pressured, like, it's not that I, like, I don't, it's not me waiting to have sex because I think you're unattractive. If I thought you weren't attractive, I just wouldn't date you in the first place. Yeah. Like, yeah, so I feel for Sean. I forgot about Sean. I also The same way I forgot about Ben. Yeah. Um, I, they're not. forgot about Ben again, and he comes up a lot in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I forgot how shitty Ben is. Like, he's literally a fucking worse. Yeah, the whole time Ben is like, oh, you're hanging out with a new girl? That's fine. Are you guys gonna cuddle? I wanna join. He fucking said jammies. Yeah. What do you think, what kind of jammies do you think new girl wears? Like, Like, ew. First off. Please stop. If I. Benjamin. Was dating a boy who was actively asking me about other women's jammies. Like, the fuck? Why aren't my jammies good enough for you? Yeah, but also... Like, why are you just concerned about what your girlfriend looks like in bed? Why do you care about yeah. this other girl? Also... Because he thinks but that also, he might be able to join them. Emily guilt making out with him in the car was the morning weird. after him and Maya slept... Or her, or, uh, her and Maya slept in the same bed. Yeah. Was, like, weird. But, like, you can tell but, Emily's struggling with some things. But I... I get that. It, and like, the fact that, like, oh, Ben's suggesting that maybe there's something between me and Maya, so I'm going to prove that there's nothing. I need to prove there's not. Yeah. I only want, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get Like, the it whole... totally makes sense. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, for sure, like, Emily struggling with her sexuality is a very obvious thing that's happening. Yeah. And that's, like, a very real response. Like, I, like, I, oh, yeah. I I'm agree. sure we all know people that are that way in more than one situation. I think it's it's a very natural response to be like, oh, It's I, just very much something that's worth pointing out because, like, that's a big character point for yeah. her. Yeah, you can tell that she, that Emily is yeah. confused and not sure because she's she's only loved Ben like it this is a different world for her and she's not sure what's happening yeah, so I like, thought it was cute though how uh I can't remember Hannah. the new girl's name oh Maya Maya how that when Emily was like I sleep in the center of the bed and Maya was like well I do too and then when they cuddled Maya was in the center of the bed spooning Emily I was like aww yeah, She's moving I did her think, boundaries for this person, so I'm a little less annoyed with Maya this episode. She I did seem think as weird. It was a little bit like on the pushy side, though, when Maya first enters this episode, and her and Emily are on the front porch. Yes, and uh, Maya's like, "Oh, can I have a sip of that?" And Emily goes, "Do you want your own?" Oh yeah, and she's like, "And she's yeah. like, no, I'd rather share yours." Like. As a human being, I'd be like, fuck you, bitch. Like, if you want a drink, let me get you a drink. But well, this is mine. Also, I think... Um, in, the, in the words of Joey from Friends, Emily doesn't share food. But you, Emily, don't <laughs> yeah, share food. Yeah, me, Emily. But Emily Fields does share food. And I think, like, it's a... Emily asks, do you want your own... As like a oh let me be a good host thing yeah. and Maya was being like a good girlfriend being like oh no like don't get up don't worry about anything I'll just take a sip 
You know what I mean? Well, like it came off a the way that it came. Aggressively. The way that it came off was more I know, like I she was, was trying cute. to be like flirtatious. I don't know. The I way thought that it was weird. The way that it came off to me in that moment was like it wasn't like a flirty like oh don't worry about it. It was more like a ooh like I'm not gonna make out with you so let me lick the rim of this cup to yes, get some of your saliva. Yes. Like it came off like <laughs> like just the way that the way that the line was delivered. Yeah. It wasn't delivered in a way that came across as like, a, oh, I'm cute, flirty. Um, let me see that. Looking back at it, it could be interpreted as like, cute, yeah. flirty, being it like, could, okay, yeah. yeah. But it just the way it was executed. I very so, much I very much understand how you could see it yep. that way. Yeah. That's just not how it came across to no, me. Either. I don't um, know. I thought it was cute. We did, okay, we skipped over, like, Aria's house in the morning getting ready for school. And I did want to point out that... Byron, as a human being, Arya's dad, is literally the worst. So not only is Arya, like, keeping his secret that he cheated on the mom, but then he's, like, n- like gaslighting Arya and the mom. So, like, Arya, yeah. so Byron says, or Arya and Ella are having, like, a cute, like, oh, my God, did you see Hannah in that funeral dress? Like, she looks so good kind of conversation. I can't believe... Like, this is what Hannah looks like now. Yeah, like, wow, Hannah's like a beautiful young like adult. Like, girly, girly gossip. And then Byron comes in and is like, oh, I'm gonna be late. And he he has the gall to mention, like, needy students when he knows that that is gonna trigger Arya to be pissed. Yeah. Then Arya gets pissed and is like, fine, I'm not gonna, like, I'll be home late too. And, like, storms off. And Byron's response, I wrote it down because it pissed me off so much. You know, she's a teenage girl, Ella, all moody and unpredictable. Like, not only is that, like, oh, the mom is crazy for being suspicious, but, like, Arya's behavior is, like... Irrational. It's irrational and, like, unfounded, even Mm -hmm. though it's totally founded. So I wrote, well, fuck you too, Byron. That was my feelings on that one. I I liked that Arya was pushing back about that. Then, uh, what did I say? Um... I was like, kind of sleazy that he's already having late nights right away. And I wrote, come on, bro, you had a flight and you could have made your syllabus then. Like, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah, you had like, the longest that flight. flight. Iceland has got to be like a, at minimum a 10-hour flight because it was 10 hours from London back to L.A. So at but minimum. they're in Pennsylvania. They're in Pennsylvania. So at minimum, it was 10 hours because they were coming from Europe to the East Coast. We were coming from Europe to the West Coast. And Iceland, I think, is further in to Europe than. I mean, it's pretty close. I think Iceland went to Iceland. Hold on, isn't Iceland in the ocean? Is Iceland above? Is Iceland above Great Britain? Oh, it's way closer to us. It's like near. Hold on. So Great Britain is like here. This is America. This is Great Britain. This is America. (laughs) This This is America. America. So America's here. Great Britain's here, right? Iceland Mm. is like here. Here. Iceland is in the middle. Oh, it's in the yeah, middle. Yeah, okay. in the middle. So, so it's like a, let's say, I'm going to go a 10 hour shit, a uh, 10 hour flight. So let's, let's put it at maximum, it's a 10 hour flight. Wait a minute. Minimum. minimum, five hours. I can probably Google Maps this. Hold up. Well, but also, also perspective. <laughs> Tell me how long of a boat trip it is. Also, from Pennsylvania. <laughs> also perspective, this was 2010, so let's say it's set in 2009, 2010. Like, it's possible that Byron didn't have a laptop that was, like, his. Like, 
It's nah, possible. Nah, All of the girls still, like, have a laptop. I'd, I'd oh, own every single liar yeah. has their own I'd also, because, okay. like, I'd say maybe, like, 2006, 7, 8 was right around, like, when people when started had getting personal. I guess that's true. And I got like, my first laptop in high school. Yeah, like, we got my... And my I mom was in high first school laptop in the early in 2005, 2000s. and that was when they were like still a hot okay. commodity. Okay, like, forget Ooh. I said anything. No, we don't want to forget it. Well, I'll leave we'll it. you every episode. <laughs> Obviously, it'll be there, but we're just going to pretend I didn't say anything. That's true. No, he definitely could have at least started building a syllabus. Yeah. But also, I'm, I'm going to, just from it being like, oh, he's a college professor, probably teaches the same shit every year. His sabbatical was para, whatever. He gets to do whatever he wants, but it's like you're teaching similar curriculum, and to be like, yeah, it's oh, not I that hard to, to update your syllabus. Uh, but again, I don't want to be like mm, college professors also, don't do anything. But, let's but at put the it same in, time, like he's been there long enough that he's able to have a sabbatical. Yeah, let's that, put it in real human perspective. My husband started teaching at a new school this year, and it took him less than two days to create his syllabus. Like it took him a few hours. To create his syllabus, and that's because he had something to start from. Yeah. Mm. And the reason he had something to start from is because he knew a teacher that was teaching the same textbook, so he was just making his own adjustments. So if Byron already had a syllabus from previous years, what if he was just updating his own syllabus. Yeah. So he could have at least had some of it done. Yeah. The fact that he's already got late nights. And with the student comment, it's only the second day of college. Yeah, No student is showing up. Finals week? Sure. Everyone's coming to your office. Yeah, no student is showing up into your office. Except for maybe, like, one really needy... Freshman. Freshman. Also... I don't know where my dorm room is. Help me. Also, Byron mentions to Aria later in the episode that Meredith teaches on campus i know that right there i was like i was like you are you're like so setting yourself up for disaster well, dude it's just sleazy that it's because it's like if you put your surround yourself with temptation like that and something you've already given into it's like that much easier to fall yeah. back into that habit for sure plus i highly doubt if this woman was having an affair with him cares as, like yeah, be well, a homewrecker. I'm like, I also understand, though, he doesn't want to ruin her career, and he doesn't want to fuck up his career by, like, saying something about it, but at the same time, like, setting yourself up for failure after you've already failed once. A, come kill Byron. Yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> not Byron. Maybe come kill Meredith. No, I think Byron's the shitty. Like, they're both shitty, but at this... Because he's getting so up Arya's butt about Yeah, this. he irritates me. Clearly, so you were saying, like, the... Like, you don't understand how a parent could pit, like, a child against another yeah, parent, parents. kind of. Oh, yeah. Like, clearly so Arya shitty. and Ella have, like, a good relationship. So it's yeah. not even like she's a daddy's girl... And he's, like, on her side. Or she's, like, on his side. It's, yeah. like, it's, it's like destroying or deteriorating a good parental relationship. Like, they have a good family dynamic minus this one dramatic secret. And I think, like, I don't know the words I want to use. But Arya 
the reason she's keeping her dad's secret is just because she doesn't want to break up the family. But it's like, it's tearing up the family anyway. Because mm-hmm. could you imagine... There's no benefit in not... The only person that's going to get more hurt finding out about this from Arya is Byron. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's going to hurt Ella way less if she hears it from Arya right now than if she hears it from somebody else years from now. I also think you know that like mean? that could be damaging to... Because say whatever, like if down the line, Ella finds out but then finds out that Arya knew and, mm-hmm. did, and knew for yeah, so long. Yeah, and didn't say anything. And again, you're, that puts a kid in such an uncomfortable position. Well, but I mean, at the same, like, could you imagine as a parent being like, wow, my kid knew about this for a year, and, like, there was no, like, and reaching out. And again, yeah. But again, how do you as a kid tell your parent, like, ooh, I saw daddy kissing someone else. Like, I saw mom well, kissing without, without I do. Distra- because you're then, it's like the kill the messenger thing. Like, mm-hmm. that she's going to view her daughter, well, yes, it's the husband ruining their right. marriage. She'd view the daughter as the one who brought the new, like, yeah. So it's, like, very conflicting of why would my daughter hide this from me? But at the same time, if my daughter tells me... This could really destroy right. a lot of things. I don't well, know. and I do like I do like from Byron's perspective for like to play devil's advocate. I do understand kind of where he's coming from. So his thought process, at least the way that I understand it, is if he tells Ella, it's just gonna hurt her, and right now it's only hurting him because he feels guilty about doing. And, like, I understand... But he's still lying to her every right. single day with it, like, by not... Right, like, it makes, it makes 100% sense why he should come clean. But, like, I also understand where that, like, the fear line is, where it's, like, his thought is, oh, if I don't tell her, then I just feel guilty and it hurts me. And no, if I tell I her, then everybody's in pain. I don't, like, I don't feel... Like, I don't think I it's, I I don't think it's justified, oh, but, yeah. it, like, that's, that, like, that's I where, understand where his brain like, I is. I can see where you'd think that, but at the same time, you make your bed, now go lay in it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah. you can't guilt trip the daughter or make her feel upset because she knows you're lying to mom, and now daughter's caught up in this, and he knows, like, for, I mean, it just seems at this point, Arya would not tell her mom, because she doesn't right. want to, again, be the messenger, and ruin the family dynamic and he knows that at this point you can tell and it's annoying but also Arya's not doing a very good job of not openly being pissed at her dad either I think she's being very passive aggressive about it I'm sure though that their time in Iceland like she probably threw some daggers at him without like without it being an earshot of mom because the mom was like oh I was out yeah well the dad the dad even points out like, before Mom and Mike come home with the, like, Thai food or whatever mm-hmm. towards the end, the dad points out, like, it seemed like you got over it in Iceland, but, in like, on Arya's defense, it's because the bitch that he was cheating with was all the way back in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, like... There was nothing to worry about yeah. in Iceland. And it was all probably, like, like, easily forgotten, being like, okay, this is it, but then to come back to the reality, oh, yeah, literally dad's and right dad's back And dad's already at talking about being around needy students or whatever. And, and having yeah. late nights again. Yeah. And, oh, well, she just happens to work here, and I'm being the good guy by not ruining her career and saying we had an affair. It's like, like he's very much trying to put himself on that pedestal. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's preventing everybody else from feeling pain, but it's like that's... That 
It enables himself to just continue to cheat if he wants. Or he a hundred percent. Oh, Maya points out that she didn't go to Allie's funeral, so one person in all of Rosewood didn't yeah, attend Allie's funeral. But Mr. Fitz went. Yeah. yeah. Did I? I don't remember if I said this last time or not. How did Allie's mom notice Jenna, but she didn't notice the hundreds of people? Yeah, who we talked about, this, talk about, this, we last about this last time. Yeah, still mad about. Like it. she specifically notes Jenna, but like, is it weird that Jenna's there if people like Mr. Fitz are showing up? Yeah, yeah. yeah this that, is like yeah. not a lot happens in small towns. Guys. So this is like a big deal. I, I just thought it was interesting that Maya didn't go. Yeah. I also think it's weird, and I think I pointed this out last time, but Maya says again that she found another box of alleys in the house. In the like I understand that the parents were sad, but did they keep nothing? I there's so many boxes of alleys that just keep popping up, and I'm sure, like in the writers. It's like a plot device so that they yeah. can be like, oh, the house still feels like Allie's and not like ours. Which, fair, like, I get what they're trying to build. Allie but, like, could did... be a ghost. Is that a prediction? No, not a no, real no, no. one. Like, Allie, as... Addie thinks that Allie is a ghost. I'm adding that <laughs> no, 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 to No, 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 I get you. Like, as a plot device, like, you're, the same way Spencer saw the blonde hair in, the, in yeah. Maya's room in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... There, like, there could be some other way to make it feel like Allie's house. Well, and Maya points out, people are going to the backyard to leave, like, candles and teddy bears. Okay, so, like, that, that also threw me off. Like, yeah, like, I, I was sitting, I'm, I was sitting there thinking, and I'm like, you see areas where, like, say there's a kid who was on the sidewalk gets hit by a car. Everyone puts memorial stuff right. in a public spot. I cannot imagine... Going People on someone's going property. Going on someone's personal property. Like, I understand small town, this was, like, one person killed I, there. Like, it's a big deal. But to me, that's very They also, weird. like, they haven't really established this yet, but, like, you see more of, like, the layout of the properties as the episodes go on. And it's kind of a pretty open space. Like, especially oh, between, well, like, like, the you, Hastings and the... The last episode when they pulled out and you saw, um, like, where the body was and, like, the old mm-hmm. gazebo. Like, you saw yeah. it was open. But again, I'm just like, that to me is odd. But whatever. That, it's a TV show. Yeah. I mean, it's not... I don't think there's much of, like, I'm not going to complain the girl was killed and... It's a small town. Well, yeah. and it how was just long? One of those things that stood out, and I was like, eh. like that's the other thing. How long was it the De Laurentiis's property, where like maybe maybe people still don't see it as not the De Laurentiis's property? So like for a lot of people, maybe that was okay mm. for a long time, and so it's like it's weird to be like, oh shit, that's not like. So they're just kind of like functioning on autopilot a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm so know. weird about it, but at I, the same time, yeah, I don't forget it's, it, because it's a TV show. Even if it was show. still yeah. the De Laurentiis' property, I agree with Addie, it would be strange to walk up there and, like, like, unless, like maybe if they were leaving it on the sidewalk friend. in front yeah, of yeah, the house, that's what I, I mean, yeah. instead of, like, where the gazebo was, because, yeah. like, the only way, I guess I'd be like, if your family, friends, people who are really close to you going on your property, that's one thing, but, like, the whole neighborhood yeah, and the whole true. town, yeah, like, I don't know. Well, I, my next note, um, talking about Allie being dead, <laughs> nice segue, um, how they brought the out... The ghost! Literal segue, zoom zoom. <laughs> but they brought out... Um, Didn't the owner of Segway bitch. die on a segue? Oh, that'd be... I don't know. Like, the guy that built them, he, hmm. like, ran off a cliff or something. <laughs> but 
um, how they brought how Allison died. Um, she got hit. hit. She got blunt force trauma, but they found that she was died by strangulation. So to me, I mm, thought suffocation. it was like suffocation. But I was like, that seems pretty personal because usually if you're suffocating, like, you can, whatever. That's kind of a personal way to kill someone. Yeah, and then if that, I was a stranger, I'm gonna shoot. Them. I also really like Addie. I'm gonna suffocate but it, but it fueled my like little theory of maybe <laughs> so you're gonna Alex, suffocate Addie. But like it brought if I'm up gonna kill her, yeah, where because I, I was like, oh, this seems like kind of a personal way to kill someone. I said maybe you know that could add to um, Spencer and Allison, where I brought up that maybe oh, Allison was like seeing Melissa. Whether it be the boyfriend at the time or like a former flame, so like still some it that ties the Spencer Allie. That, that was like a little thing where I was like, okay, okay these are kind of tying together in my I see theories. And then I don't say it. Don't though. say anything. I'm not gonna say what it is. I just I had a memory. Um. Okay. Also, I want to hop into uh, I like the, the Jenna thing. Oh, uh, uh, just all of that too. Just really quick, I like the way that they brought up how. Like, the exposition of how Allie died is it's, like, the news in the background and Wilden's doing, like, a press yep. conference. I really like when writers put exposition in a way that, like, makes sense for how a world would function. And it's yeah. like, not just straight, here, like, flashing the, red lights, yeah. this is what's happening. The thing that was, that I, that really irritated me about the pilot episode was that a lo- it was a lot of, like, the mom and, the moms and daughters talking. Yeah. And, like, in some cases, like... Pam talking about Arya being back with Emily made sense, but yeah, like Ella, that's a conversation I've had with my mom. But where like she's like, your friends are odd. But like Ella being okay. like, oh, like you know, you were gone for a year. It's like, well, duh, mom, we were gone together. Yeah, like you, you were also we gone for a year, mom. Yeah, I. Uh, um, but anyway, so you wanted to talk about the Jenna? Thing. Oh yeah. So because I liked how shout out again, it's Lorelai's garage from a. Uh, Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh, but yeah. That one was actually like, Lorelai's Garage. Yeah. Yes. So what I did, I brought up, like, my first thought was, yep, Allison is still a toxic human. Because that whole scene, when she's in there and she just abruptly turns around, she's like, oh, my God, it's the guy. He's fine, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how did you see him? I realize there's a mirror in front of you. But it just, to me, sounds like Allison literally looks for anything to cause drama that's related to her, so that way everyone else is tied in, so it's everybody else's blame, but it's shit she wants to do, and that's premeditated. Then it flew into the Jenna thing, where she's like, oh no guys, don't worry, it's just a smoke, or a stink bomb. Clearly that was not a stink bomb. Yes, you see that, and I'm like, that is Also, where did she get the stink bomb? Well, no, but first of all, like, if you want to, you know, whatever, destroy someone's studio with a stink bomb, that's one thing, but... If this has only been a problem for Allie, that she's had the peeping Tom on her, it's like, it's a very self-motivated thing for her to want to take him out. She, but he was looking at all the girls. But again, if she said this has been happening so much, like, But also, none of them saw Toby. That's why I'm saying it sounded very spur of the moment that, oh, she, oh, or not, like, this had been well thought out where she's like, okay, I need to have a point where, this person who I don't like and want to deal with and be mean to, I need to have other people witness him being a freak. Perfect. We're all naked in my and room. And, like, witness, quote, unquote, so then, because when, she's got the manipulation And then factor. she goes with her, quote, unquote, stink bomb, which is definitely not a stink bomb. And it's and definitely not like, a firecracker, either. Well, that, like, like, that thing is, 
big. Well, and then, yeah. and, but then she throws it in there, and it clearly blows up, and there's an issue. She clearly sees Jenna in there, or whatever. Like, someone else, and then, oh, surprise, guys. But I was like, she's definitely setting that up where she needed to make an issue where she could, like, hurt someone, but she needed the other four to be a part of it. So, if so Any that, of them yeah. So, it would be, like, Allison, or Allie could never be taken down by herself. She's got to have everybody else come mm-hmm. down with her. And I didn't mm-hmm. like, I mean, I still don't like her at all. But That's that fair. Was, you don't need to You like could tell it was very premeditated that the, yeah. none of the girls saw the dude. And they're yeah. like, are you sure? Like, we didn't see anything. Are you sure? Oh, yeah, he does this all the time. Oh, he saw us while we were naked. Ugh. Yeah. And, like, also, what peeping Tom, I don't know. Like, I, Also, I thought I it was know. super Whatever. funny this episode. Spencer, up at the top of the episode, says, We promised we'd never bring up the Jenna thing again, remember? And then they mention the Jenna thing at least 40 times. In this yeah. episode, in different capacities. <laughs> I just thought that was very funny. But I think um, Allison, or Allie, has been very calculated this whole time in just making sure that any of her moves or anything she does gets covered up because other people will also yeah. be there. So it well, can never yeah. always come back, or... It, it can never, never only come back it, to her. Yes, it can never only come back and to that, her. And like, that flashback 100% solidifies Allie as the ringleader. And also because, like, no like, matter what any of them said, like, she contradicted them and made oh, her yeah. right. And, like, oh, it's fine. Well, and, that's like, why they're like, shut oh, up. It's sure? just this stink bomb. It's not like I'm nuking the place. Well, she didn't nuke the place, but she kind of. She definitely it set it on fire. Um, and we do establish in this episode that they're the reason that Jenna's blind. Yes. Like, they definitely lock that in. Um, also, uh, so the lunch is, like, super awkward. And then later... Oh, why my would, God. Why did they invite Jenna to sit with them? If they were just going to be awkward about like, it. Like, wait, I... Uh, was she could just spend Aria, time. Aria, yeah. that's, so I, I thought it only made sense of Arya to, like, ask her to sit with them. Because Arya seems to be the one who's just very much, like... Let's kind of make things as pleasant yeah. as possible. Well, it'll like, be let's to sit with us and will fix it. And like a people pleaser, yeah. where she's like, okay, and then she brought Jenna over, which was very awkward. Yeah. Though I, I thought it was so funny when the phones went off, and then Jenna and Jenna's like, like, "Are you gonna answer that?" Yeah. Like, throws Spencer's know. phone at her. But then that, or whatever. I don't like. Um, but later, I thought it was hilarious. So later in the episode when the Hastings are having dinner at the Apple Rose Grill and Arya mm-hmm. goes in to like pick up takeout or whatever, uh, Spencer like walks up to Arya and goes, oh my god, that lunch is so awkward, right? I was going to email you later. Oh! Like, they can text now, but like you can, like it's just so funny because like we're that generation where it was like texting was so new at one point. That it's like, oh, I was going to AIM you later, or like, I was going to send you an email I, like, later. I was a little confused why she said email, because email was, at least for me, it was never a primary means of communication until, like, I became, like, for all, at least between my friends. It like, de- it was always It depended on what the conversation was about. For yeah. bigger stuff, I went to email. Oh, so if wow, it was like, if it was, email. like, the drama of, like, an awkward lunch... I would start an email chain with my four friends so that all four of us could chime in. Yeah. See, I've never, I don't think I ever had that many friends when I was younger, but also, I never did an email chain, but we would, like, we would just send each other, like, bad jokes and things on email, like, when we had computers out in class. Oh, God, I didn't even, like, when we were allowed to, like, we were allowed to go to the library and use the computers for social studies class, and instead of doing whatever research we were supposed to, it would be like, LOL, here's this picture, 
LOL. Back in the day before we were texting each other memes. terrible (laughs) Yeah. We've been sending each other memes since back in the day. The other day, I had like a deja vu because uh, Randall, who was our director when I started Mm -hmm. at my job, um, something happened and he was emailing me like gifts and memes. (laughs) And I was just like, oh man, this is like... This is like a flashback to little, little baby Emily on the computer for the first time. Okay. Um, I, wait, real oh. fast. Speaking of the Hastings dinner. Uh-huh. That guys, family's fucking weird. That family's fucking weird. Also, Ren looks like he could be part of it. Like, Ren looks like he's their brother more than Fair. Melissa's significant Fair. other. I also think... Every time I look at him, I'm like, why are you, why are you making out with anybody? You are their brother. <laughs> I like, stop it is that. weird because there, have, there are a lot of, like, actual trends where you people will date people, people that they who look, look like similar to you. And it's yeah. very... Well, evolution-wise, it makes sense because you're, like, dry, like... You, yeah, you're drawn to like, similar genetics. I've also noticed too that people start to look like each other the longer they've been together. Like, like my mom and my dad. If you look at pictures of them when they're young, they don't mesh together as well as like when you look at pictures of them now. Hmm. Like, and it's not that they look like they could be related, but like it's like just with the comfortability over time. Hmm. It's like ah yes, these two people look like they go together. And so, it, like, it starts to feel like they look like they're related, if that makes okay. sense. It's like, it's like the comfortability of it, it yeah. makes them look like they belong together, and you, like, your brain subconsciously, I think, is just like, ah, oh, they must be related somehow, and it's like, well, yeah, they're related, quote-unquote, because they're a family now, because they're married. I just, I don't know, I didn't, that whole scene was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay, like, so, just, but, like, I identify- a total homie for, like, oh, hooking it yeah. up with the vodka soda. Yeah, the vodka soda, what a good like, dude. over there doing the, the, my day's better than your day thing, and he's like, okay. I got a really good parking spot. I, I identify I like, with I like Ren him. so hard in this scene. I, bet, or I, like, I love a good parking spot, first off. Second off, like, I have been that person where the family, like, where I'm out with a friend's family, and the family is like, oh, yeah, this is a thing that we do. And I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird, but sure. Ren's like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck is a high-low? Like, 62 degrees and 57 degrees? Like, (laughs) what's going on What's the weather going to be like today? Yeah. But that would have definitely been a high point of my day, is getting a parking spot yeah. right Especially by the camera. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're in Pennsylvania, but... Yeah, they're in Pennsylvania. For us. Their faces are everywhere. Yeah, or or I just went, like, in relation. Like, yeah. It's yeah. a great day if you get a good parking spot out here. Okay. I want to I want to talk about the movie theater and how... Oh, yeah. Okay. First of all, I, like, I tried to put myself in. I'm like, okay, we have a new teacher at school. I'm imagining I go to the movies, and my mom and I run into the new teacher and say I've spoken about him, and my mom's like, oh, you're blah, 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 like, and then, uh, inviting him to sit with you. I'm like, that doesn't happen. What? Well, okay, and, but and even the thing. I know she added, she's like, oh, and he's cute. But, like, blah, blah. mom, like, so awkwardly, awkwardly points out, oh, Aria didn't mention that you're super young. Like, you've already made it very uncomfortable for everyone. Okay, yeah. but her, minus the, oh, you're super young and cute thing, 
the mom inviting the teacher to join them on an adventure they are already on together makes sense. Very normal. Yeah. I oh. I have my mom and I every year for Christmas we get our nails done and we put we get like the brightest Christmassy red we can find and then we get like a little snowman or a little tree. It's a great tradition and I love it. And there was one year my mom um, the place was busier than expected. It's right down the road from our home. And our my teacher like, for my fifth grade class, walked in, and we were just like, oh my god, Mrs. D, like, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, I just got my nails done. We can we begged the nail ladies to let her sit next to us. We had her, like, we picked out the color for her, okay, and, and then lady. she drove me home. But that's like, like had oh, that been any other teacher that, like, went, that was my teacher, even if she was one of my brother's teachers, that's a that would have been... female teacher in an all-female thing, like, but I can't... I think, had it been a no, man, I think, my mom yeah. still would have let that teacher drive me home. I think in the situation... It was still really it's, weird. It's weird, but it's I weird also for think... us, because we know that Arya's made out with Ezra. I don't... I, I think, well, like, like as a mom, brought, that's a normal thing oh, to do. No. Like, <laughs> that's why I put myself in my... Like, no, that is too weird, well, even without... With people being like, oh, or... It's a, Without think, the knowledge of Arya making out with him, that is still very... Like, I could see maybe if, like, you guys are getting coffee or something, but uh, it's very uncomfortable. No, come sit with us during yeah, this well, movie. Join us. Thing, like, the that's thing a, that I thought was that's weird. That's a non-social event that you're just sitting... Like, I don't know. That was yeah. weird to me. The thing that I thought was weird was that she, like, stopped him as he was walking into the theater. Like, so if they were outside... And Ella would have said, oh, like, come sit with us. Yeah. I think yeah. it would have been less awkward, but it was the act of they were already sitting in seats in the theater, and Fitz, like, walked in and was actively trying to avoid them. And then Ella was, because he, like... My memory of this scene is different than your memory. He, like, walked scene. in, saw them, and then was, like, walking in kind of, like... To the other direction. Like, like the other rows. Yeah, like... Did they not have their conversation outside? They had the conversation they had, but outside. But it was, like, that cute little, like, oh, hey, but then, you're the new teacher. So that was So that. they have the conversation outside. Then Ella walks in with Aria and leaves Fitz on the street and says, oh, and you didn't mention he's cute, too. And then they go in. And, and then, then it then cuts. They done, you're yeah. Right. Then it cuts to Aria and Ella are already, like, in their seats eating popcorn. And Fitz walks in. And like into the theater, and then Ella's like, "Come sit." It like him not immediately going to sit with them would have been weird too, because he already acknowledged that like he walked in and he's like they already talked outside. They already know they're going to see the scene movie. Him actively sitting anywhere else is rude, and would have been seen that way. Kind of. Mm. Like I I get where you're coming from a little bit, but also like. It's like, it's like the awkward, like, what do you do when you say goodbye to someone and then you both walk off the same direction and everybody just feels weird about it? Like, it's the same kind of scenario, I think, where it was like they had their conversation and they kind of said goodbye to each other, but then they're also, like, not quite, like, they're both, it's like they said know. goodbye and they're walking in the I'm same still direction. Like, I'm still weird because the fact that it's... A high school teacher. It's like it's one thing if they're a college professor, but it's your high school teacher. And I don't care how young he is, but that's yeah, weird. Well, the thing that I thought was weird too is that he sat next to Arya, and they didn't yes. like scoot down and let him sit on the edge next to Ella. Yeah, like yeah, like. That, but also the point of it, like if they didn't do shit like this, if the writers didn't do stuff like this, 
we would have no show. Because oh, yeah. the point of it is to layer all of the sexual tension oh, yeah. and all well, that, of the everything that was, like, until I, it explodes. In, and, like, later when she's like, oh, I need to drop your class. Like, I can't control my, like, or blah, 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 blah. And then literally my was note a- was her, like, when the drop gets declined, I'm like, well, yeah, that makes sense. They need the drama between these two yeah. people. I understood why she wanted to drop the class. I, thought, I didn't yeah. have dropping the class was smart. That. It yeah. was very mature because of her. I think they should have given, like, she should have written a more interesting reason than, than conflict of interest. Than conflict of interest. Because it, they, she should have written, like, I don't feel comfortable. Like, something... To give them more of a reason, because they're going to look yeah. at that and be like, oh, you just don't like this teacher? Who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? She should well, have given like, some kind of And substance. that's the thing, is she can't write, she can't write anything more than conflict of interest, but spe- like, specific to their relationship, because obviously she doesn't want to get him fired, but she could have made something up. But it's like... But, like, you have to, you have to be able to make something up that's, like, severe enough that you get changed classes, but not severe enough that he gets, like, investigated. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I... I don't know, yeah. but it like it made. But I see exactly why yeah, they're I was putting them in all these situations for making her feel guilty for trying to drop the class. Oh, yeah, no. because like because well, like, even in last episode when she like want went to put her hand on his and was like, oh, I want to keep seeing. He was like, we can't do this. And then he's then the, the one that like minute, pulled her in to make out. But with then her. the minute yeah. she's like, hey, we, I need to be smart. I like, need to I put understand. boundaries here. Yeah. Like I really care about you, but I need to be out of your class. What do you mean? I'm gonna be offended by this. And I'm like, ugh. But I'm sure he yeah. also could. My notes are uh, I have mixed feelings about which one of them is being more mature on this topic. And then they just made out in the rain. I guess neither one of them. Okay. Um. That also <laughs> was so, like, first of all, I was like, it is like monsooning. Where's like, your umbrella? Okay, for, where's rain your umbrella? is a thing in Pennsylvania. Where, you should have known exactly. better. Exactly. Where's your umbrella? She had a raincoat. Well, yeah. Her raincoat didn't have a hood. That was weird. But the, it was one of those things like when, like, if it's going to start monsooning like that, it's not like LA where that shit just like comes Happens. on with no warning and then it's beautiful and sunny. It's like, no. If it's going to rain, yeah. it's going to rain all well, day also, and there's warning of it. Also. And, but, oh, I didn't like that. She just like got into his car in public as and they were making I'm like, you are in public, like go somewhere else. You are a high school student and a high school teacher. And, and everybody I, knows. But I like, know that everybody you need to have knows drama. that Arya's a high school student and everybody knows that Fitz is the new teacher. It's a yeah. small town. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows. And that's why the other I thing just that irritated that was me though. So dumb of her. The other and thing him, that was stupid was that he, like, slowed down to make dramatic eye contact with her just to speed up and drive past, to then change his mind and stop and let her in the car. Like, yeah. either either you just keep driving, or you stop and let her in the car. Like, don't... You don't have to do both. You don't have to be dramatic about it. Um, it was uh, interesting, to say the least. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just didn't care for... Like, they're, they're being dumb. And, For sure. Oh! And it's like, there's a lot at stake there. Versus, like, if she was kissing another high schooler. Like, she's kissing a teacher. Like, yeah. he could lose his job. I'm all about love, he but could I become, think that this is a bad idea. Yeah. Um, one thing that I did want to point out, which we had talked about, like, off the podcast, was Mona feels, like, super forced in this episode. Like, they have her come in late Have we said anything about Mona on this We haven't podcast? said anything about Mona. We talked about her last week. Well, she okay. really wasn't, like, there wasn't too much. She didn't do a lot. No, she didn't do a lot. It was, like, they, like, 
bring her in late to class on her phone, have her say his name wrong, and then everybody laughs at her. And then the other one is like when Arya comes in to get the paper signed to um, drop his class, it like pans over. So Fitz is watching Arya walk away out of his classroom door, and then they pan the camera over to Hannah and Mona, where Hannah's like ignoring Mona. And Mona's, like, bitching about somebody, and then Mona's like, oh, Sean alert. It's like they super force her in there. The only time it feels natural that Mona's in the episode is when they're in the parking lot coming from the mall, and, like, Wilden shows up, and they're, like, but they're talking. Like, all of that feels completely natural. It was almost as if that was the only scene that they put Mona in, and the writers went back and were like... Oh, we forgot about Mona. Like, where's like, Mona? Mona? She's pretty. Like, Let's put her on the, the TV. That, like, once the episode was done, realized, oh, we don't have Mona. So, like, quick write like a couple scenes that are just straight up yeah. trash. Like, it's Filmed super. Another, like after. Everything. Yeah, it's super easy to refilm Mona walking into class last. It's super easy to refilm Hannah and Mona at the locker. Or like, and to even add those types of scenes. Yeah, yeah, they felt very out of place. Yeah. Oh, I added that they could have gone to that bar to go make out again. <gasps> they could have gone could've. and made out in that bar Because obviously again. bartender Joe doesn't care. Um, oh, oh, uh, oh, yeah. in the flashback it. where Allie goes psycho and blames Toby for peeping Tom, there's another point where they're like, should we tell someone? And then they fucking don't. Like, I feel like so far, two episodes in, they've done it twice. We should tell someone. Eh, let's not. Like, yeah. because protecting their secrets is better than not dying, I guess. Because, yeah. like, at this point, whoever's A is a murderer. That is my opinion. I feel like there's no reason to, like, if Toby was peeping, there's no reason, there's not, no reason to 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 anything, not to say something other than Allie specifically is has no ground for what she's saying. Yeah, like yeah. Allie's Other making than the fact it up. that it's a lie, there's no reason to not like. Yeah, like, oh, exactly. And if he's been doing it so much, yeah. That's like Allie has no proof. That's why they can't say anything. Yeah. But uh, like Allie wants to pretend like they have proof, so she like. She like talks to tell them talks of, them out of it, like out of saying something. Yeah. Um, it's like the Allie cult they're a part of. <gasps> Do people yeah. drink Kool Aid? They clearly already drank it. They all freaking bend to her every whim. But drinking the Kool Aid's the part where everybody dies. Yeah, drinking the Kool Aid is the suicide. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I've never been in a cult, so I can't say for certain what goes oh, yeah. down. Yeah, the Johnsonville cult or whatever. They all drink poison and yeah. killed their children. Yeah, they killed, they killed everybody. That was so sad. What's the, what is the purpose? Like, who? How do cult leaders? People who are just so so self absorbed, they are they really honestly like they're just so self absorbed, and you want to be able to manipulate and have anyone do anything for it. You get money, you get like it's crazy the amount of power and influence you have over your little cult of people. So So why so why murder everyone? Why have everyone kill themselves? Oh also in this specific instance, like the US government was coming like after them, the journalists were coming after them to come to the arsenal. This guy was like gonna get arrested and extradited. All of us kill ourselves or we all go to prison. Well no 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 no. no. it was more like the cult leader had like the we're gonna all get seventy two virgins in heaven. 
kind of thing. So, like, there was, like, a quote-unquote religious aspect to it where they had an afterlife reward. So they committed mass suicide to redeem their afterlife reward because the mothership was coming for them or whatever. But in reality, that was fabricated by the cult leader so that everyone would be dead so no one could talk about the cult. Yeah. So it was a lie that because he was, as a cult leader, so charismatic... What do you do post-cult? Like, if you're you're a cult leader and you have all these Did you ever watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? No. That's Uh, literally what it is. She... She gets I want rescued. To know what the cult leader does, though. Oh no, the, the show talks about it. Just watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It's a whole. Ugh, I don't have the time. Oh, it's oh, so it's fun. It's so good. Well, it's just like they just actually. They I think try, I've seen the very they beginning try of and, that. Like, continue. Yeah, the, they, like, they have their theme song is something about Unbreakable. Yeah, yeah. That one, yeah okay, I've it's seen a, a couple episodes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, it's just... Females are strong, strong as hell. hell. Well, it's like I've any, seen parts. I like guess I'll, I'll relate it to, like, mm, let's go with, like, white-collar crime. Like, someone who embezzles money or, like, does tax evasion. They get good at it. They know how to manipulate people. And it's like you're usually a repeat offender at that point. And it's like you are, you're so... So you think if I had a cult and I got everyone to kill themselves, I would just open a new cult? Yeah. Because if you already know you can do it, and you can have if you don't get caught and you just keep yeah it's like that's a lot of like the thrill of it but also you're so uh, you specifically but you (laughs) me specifically but as like a cult leader you become so self-absorbed and then all these people are obsessed with you and it just like feeds into itself yeah it's like it's really it's Charles Manson has people kill for him like yeah it's crazy they all any of his people kill themselves uh I don't think so. I don't think so. They just no. killed other people. He was just having them kill other yeah, people. Yeah, and then they all went to prison, and then he died. Welcome to our true crime podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this got really off the um, tangent. Um, wait, so we talked about... The cult of Allie. There we yeah. go. That's where it started. We, we talked about everything I have on my So list. wait, I've got, I've got one more Talked thing. about Wilden being back. Oh, I think it's super gross on the Wilden being back thing that the next morning he's, like, demanding eggs over easy from the mom. Like, oh, I thought it very, was... Like, very clearly, though, he, like, is, um... He's, like, uh, dominated. Like, he's got, like, blackmail or and whatever that, on Had her. he already said the hot comment? No, that was after. Okay. So, Wilden's there in the I morning. Couldn't, I couldn't remember um, when that timeline... Like, yeah. if it was the day before. So, but, no, it makes sense, because he's just very... He's probably... Because... Definitely trying to scare the girls, Hannah being the daughter, and just how he can look, mani- or not manipulate, but he's just so dominant and assertive where he will take control of every situation and get what he wants. I think it's like a very veiled threat at Hannah, like, yeah, look, like, like, I have your oh, mom wrapped you, around my like, finger, like, it's, you're Well, gonna and be- Ashley's gonna do anything to keep Hannah's, like, misdeeds under wraps, so, like, any time that Wilden wants sex, he's just like, oh, by the way, remember that time I got your daughter off? I could make that unhappen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, uh, it's... Got your daughter off! Yeah. I got your daughter off, I'd love to get you off, too. Oh, okay, my, other, my other thing for this episode... Okay, at the end when Spencer was, like, on her jog and then she sees Jenna... So the, I'll just read my notes, uh, literally what I wrote. I said, a little confused about Spencer and Jenna interaction, because um, then Jenna tells her phone to send a text. And I said, it seems like the show was trying to push again, like, ooh, Jenna could be A. And then my mental thought process of, 
or she has an accomplice. But I was like, how can she be the ever knowing and like all seeing? A, I was like, last week's theory, when she can't see, well, how can she be all seeing if she can't see? But then I was like, last week's theory oh. of it being someone that had been burned by the group who still stands. And I said, though I'm finding it harder to believe that it could be Jenna, though it'd be. And then I had it. I was like, it'd be funny if it was her and she was wearing an earpiece the whole time while someone was just like telling her what was going like what was on happening. so she could text me. <laughs> yeah, cause, well, because it makes of, sense. They're clearly being watched because the texts are coming. Oh, like, yeah. The second that Emily put her hand over Maya's, Emily gets a text that's like, well, yeah, oh, did you I, get a kiss tonight? Like, they're clearly like, being the watched. The text at lunch, but then how would Jenna have been able to send that? And then I did Mona question mark. But now that she's kind of friendly with Hannah, which is still weird. To me, but at the same time, it makes more sense since Allison was their uber bitch and the other four were her followers. Like, mm-hmm. it just fair that was because I don't know. It the show it seemed like it's oh it could be Jenna. But I'm like I, I think it'd be really cheesy if they're like haha Jenna's not blind. But now I know it's Jenna Finley's and I'm like she's probably not blind. Fair. Um, the only other notes that we missed from my thing was um, in Spencer's room. When Ren walks by and Spencer's like Ew. half-heartedly oh. rubbing her shoulder. Oh my god, we didn't mention at all that and he says, is off. Yeah, he says bursa yep. sack again. Like, who thinks that's attractive? Then he's like, should I give you another rub? Gross. He's British. Then, then do they say give a rub instead of massage in Britain? Emily, probably. There. Do they say that? I definitely. Would. How many massages did you? How many no rubs one, did you get? No one them? ever asked do to give call, me a rub in do England. Do they call them rubbing parlors and not massaging parlors? I don't know. Do we call them massage parlors here? Or if you go to like, um, a masseuse, are you gonna go to a raboose? <laughs> <laughs> close and like Spencer is actively like I'm not going to face him he's trying to kiss me I'm not going to face him and then they start making out and then Melissa catches them so then and the then next the morning moment Melissa like sees them is the moment before Spencer pushes pushes him, him off right of course so and always. but then but then Melissa waits until the next morning to kick him out so she's like eh you can stay here tonight but tomorrow morning you gotta find somewhere else to go um, that's I mean, kind of nice. She's not making him find a place it, to stay like, in the middle of the night. I guess I didn't add that to my notes because I'm like, oh, Spencer already has been like <laughs> kissing all the boyfriends. Yeah. So that one didn't throw. I forgot that that did happen. Yeah. Um. Glad he's out. So then, uh, when Hannah he's and a, Mona, he's a, he's a. <laughs> why? I don't know. Okay. You're just gonna <laughs> guess everybody now. Um, the other note that I had is while Mona and Hannah were walking through the parking lot, the first thing Mona says is like super homophobic. Like, she she basically is, like, in that dress and those heels, I'd fuck you, but no homo. Oh. Like, like oh. or she's, like, or she says, like, something something to the effect of, like, this is gonna sound really gay, but, like, when you wear that dress, I'd even want to yeah. sleep with you. I'm not a lesbian, but I'd yeah. love to sleep with you. Um, and then that Which was, and then that's where Wilden says, would say. and then that's where Wilden says, your mom may be hot, Hannah, but she's not hot enough to make this go away. Gross. Uh. Then Aria in the rain. 
um, which we talked about. Mm -hmm. Then, oh, Emily sitting at the Apple Rose Grill in the rain. We get and she's like playing with her name bracelet. We get that flashback of Allie giving the bracelets to everybody, and then you see Allie doing the leading on Emily. thing with Emily again. Like, will you put this on? Will you put will you on? Like, of all of them, Emily is definitely the most swayed. Like, she's just very much. I don't want to say she's not people pleaser like Arya is, but Emily is very like she'll go with what the whoever is more dominant in the situation she will follow in their path. Yeah, well, I also think too, but not in a bad way. Like I don't think she's being. Yeah, I, I also think, think she too, hasn't come. And she's also dealing with a lot on her own, so probably like your friends sometimes know better than you. Like I had a friend in high school that we all were just kind of waiting for him to come out. Like, yeah. not that we were, like, assuming anything about him, but, like, we all just kind of had a feeling that he wasn't sure about himself. And so, in college, when he was finally like, yes, I'm gay, I like other men, we were all kind of, unsu like, unsurprised by it. We were just like, oh, yeah. It was like, yeah, like, we had a feeling, but, like, obviously it was for you to figure out that's none of our business, but, like, good on you. So, like... It's definitely one of those things where it feels like Allie knows that Emily's into women and is using that to her advantage because she knows that she can continue yeah. playing on Emily's questioning and insecurity to, like, keep Emily loyal. Allie is toxic. I'll say it again. <laughs> um, oh, and then the last thing before Spencer jogging and seeing Jenna um, is... Arya comes home all happy about making out with Ezra in the car, and then Byron's like, I know what you've been doing, or, like, I, like your feelings aren't a secret or whatever, and then Arya has that moment of, like, oh, shit, does he know about Fitz? But then he's talking about Arya being bitchy at him in, in the mm -hmm. morning, and then Byron takes, like, a, a fourth of responsibility for the shit that he did. And so Arya, like, one-fourth forgives him, and they have a nice family dinner. But then A ruins the moment by... Sending a shitty text. Um, and then it's Spencer jogging, and it looks like... So Jenna sends the text, and then it looks like Jenna's looking at Spencer. But So they're playing on the, can Jenna really see angle? We well, don't know. Can she? We've never seen her eyeballs. Does she even have them? No. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who and then that's the say? end of the episode. Dun-dun. Yeah. Dun-dun. Um, Stop, I really want to watch SVU right now. <laughs> Does anybody have any other notes? No, those are or all my that notes. it? I am out I can of officially things. go over my predictions. Yeah. Though. Well, I mean, they're still essentially around the same as last week. Yeah. Where, again, I brought up um, that Mona seems to be the most motivated to be A. She's also the only one we're not focusing on who's, like, around. Uh, I thought for a hot second it could have been Jenna, but she's too blind. <laughs> And then, who blind? I well, think I that's like, ableist. As the, as the text came in, I was like, doesn't make sense how Jenna could do all of this unless she has someone literally with the earpiece in her ear. Yeah. Well, and, and then I brought up I that Allie um, could have been a ghost. Uh, no, 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 dating mm. or seeing one of Melissa's, Melissa's boyfriends. boyfriends or an old time fling or something like that because that made it a bit more personal to Spencer and Spencer knowing who it is. So I one guess those question are my predictions. Answer. Yeah. About your prediction. Yes. Do you think, we know Spencer has kissed Melissa's boyfriends in the past. Mm -hmm. Do you think that Allie has kissed the same boyfriend that Spencer kissed 
or like a different boyfriend. I'm not sure at this point. I just think okay. it, I just brought but someone else that Melissa. Because I thought you know it would make if Spencer's on. like, oh, I know who the person, is, but I can't say. I don't know. Cause all the I don't. I'm assuming. Wait, the other the other girls don't know she's been kissing her sister's boyfriends, correct? Only no, Allie. Only Allie. Only Allie made that veil through. So yeah. that's why where I was like, mm, maybe she won't bring that up because that could open up. Yeah. One thing I do things. remember from when I first watched this is I thought that Jenna sending that text while Spencer was jogging lined up with Arya getting the text at home. But now thinking about it, it was like monsooning out when yeah. Arya got that A text. Well, that was, that's why, because... So, like, the timelines don't line and up. And she's sending the text and you hear it. I was like, they're kind of lining it up that this could be her. But they're then just, I thought, they're showing you that Jenna can send texts. And also, but... And that not necessarily what well, text yeah. she's sending. Spencer saw her, she was like... <gasps> yeah. Like, oh. I don't know. It just felt like they were trying to set it up in such a way, but you're like, oh, it could be Jenna, but I ain't buying it. Cool. Um, cool. So next week we're going to talk about season one, episode three, which is To Kill a Mocking Girl. Mm-hmm. Anything specific you think is going to happen based on just mm-hmm. that just title? Just the title. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, what if someone dies again? Anyone in particular you think is going to die? You think they'd kill somebody in the third episode? I don't know. They killed someone in the Do first they episode. Do they kill someone in the third episode? That's what we're going to find out next week. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know what happens in this episode. Um, me neither. So any of Addie's predictions are going to be news to me when I rewatch this. I feel like there's going to have to be some actual drama with Arya and uh, Mr. Fitz. Because it's like they've been they've been coasting on that like... We haven't gotten caught. Like, I feel like something's gonna oh, edge on. Okay, I'm gonna find out. Okay, or maybe okay. not find out, like, other than A, but I feel like something's gotta throw a wrench in their day. Um, maybe something happens where they, nah, I think Edwin and her boyfriend will still be together, and Maya will still be there. Eh, I don't really have any predictions for next episode, I guess it's So nothing's like, like, nothing's like coming to you, though, like, To Kill a Mocking Girl doesn't spark any inspiration in you? I said someone might die, but... Okay. Yeah. Fair. I also don't know who the mocking person would be. Um, I mean, they all kind of pick on people. No one really mocks it's also It's also a yeah, play on really go the book that they're, they're reading in English. But, like, it's a play on the book that they're reading in English, so your Fitz prediction makes sense. Maybe they'll go to trial. <gasps> bum bum! Oh my god! Bum bum! Do you think bum, 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 law and order? Bum bum! Done. Second law and order. That's where it's really great. Oh my god! I love law and um, order guys. No, so but much. I can't really off of that. I no. I guess because I'm still feeling out who all the characters we're still, are. We're still learning, people. I love it. Oh, maybe Jenna will die. That'd be funny. Not wow! Really, not really. Wow! She's already blind, and now you want to kill her. I, I guess that I got dark. I, guess I don't mean funny, but it would just be like <laughs> it'd be like a, a nice plot like, twist. Be like, gosh, everything that's already poorly happened to this character. Now it's just like wrapping up things on things on things. Yeah. yeah. No. Um. Cool. Yeah, I'm cool, trying cool. to think of like cool, cool, cool. all the things. Cool, 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 cool. Um, that's all the secrets we can share for today. For all of our updates, or if you just want to say hi, follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at APLL Podcast. 
Or you can send us an email at, pretty, at a pretty little liars podcast at gmail.com. Listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. We'd like to extend our thanks to Tim Buell for the fantastic music. And a special thank you to Ann Allen for the amazing artwork. And an extra special thank you for listening. Until, Until next time, bitches. bitches.